You've pressed now record. recording. Now recording. <laughs> Greetings, everybody, from uh, the middle of nowhere, Quebec. I don't know where we are. All right, anymore. today is Sunday, June eighteenth. You're probably listening to us on Monday, June nineteenth. Uh, I'm Scoot. That's poop poop. Do you first want to explain to the people why we're in the middle of nowhere, Quebec? Uh, I think you can figure it out, but there's a race. Was. Nope, is is was race back to Illinois. Well, yes. <laughs> there will, as you are listening to this podcast, we will be racing back to Illinois. Yes, that, that is in fact the plan tomorrow. Um, yes. but no, we we attended the Formula One Grand Prix, and I, I, I'm not going to say too much for this uh, podcast, too much of our experience, because that's not what this podcast is about. But I will say, I do thoroughly think me. Mildly drunk, uh, <laughs> screaming, let's go Albon, as the laps counted down, was is now one of the peak moments of my entire life. Honestly, understood. As all the people in the stands were looking up at me, which I didn't notice till like, the final couple of screams. It was hilarious every single time. Oh, my God. And people were, people were staring at me a lot. <laughs> and they were just like, what is going on with this guy? He's like a big Elbon fan. I, I was very happy to watch him come home seventh, which doesn't sound impressive on paper, but it's actually really cool. Yes. Anyway. Um, so, let's get into the news, starting with Ford Re- the new Ford Recall. Recall! Uh, yes, put the thing in there. One so, million uh, Ford trucks are recalled. Ford trucks and SUVs. I'm just mm-hmm. not going to list all the models. There's a bunch. Are recalled for missing information in the manual. Excuse me? Now, you might be wondering what that missing information is because, you know, it seems, you know, like, why would that be a recall? Yeah, I, I, I would think they would just mail you the missing detail, but. Well, you still have to do an official recall when you violate federal law oh. because they didn't include instructions on how to adjust the headrest for the middle seat oh. of the front row. Oh, so it's just vehicles that have that? Yeah. Also, I think the third row seat. But I don't think anyone cares. All right. Well, all I'm saying, and we're past 30 seconds, so we can do this. All I'm saying, and I didn't mean to bump the table, but it's called the bitch sheet for a reason. Why Why do you need to know how to adjust that? Well, fair point, but it's still federal law that you have to be able to, you have to have that information in the use, owner owner's manual. That's what it's called. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I don't. Speaking of federal law. No. So, we here on this podcast are long-time stands of the NHTSA, primarily because of their repeated dunkings on Tesla. But, that's not to say that we are completely biased. We are uh, very impartial on this podcast. And today, we might actually be dunking on the NHTSA, for instance. Uh, Massachusetts, not too long ago, passed a law called Law... Uh, H3757, also known as the Right to Repair Law, where automakers had to agree, including, but not limited to, Chevrolet as an example, um, had to offer independent repair shops uh, the access to OAM repair tools and information online. Now, the NHTSA uh, says directs access to the telematics and OEMs uh, have 
opens oh, I can't read have opens vehicle uh, to security risks but the Massachusetts independent shops still want to have access to this law so the NHTSA in response has told automakers to simply ignore this law which uh, let me remind you is not how that works you don't just get to ignore laws because the the federal government told you to no as a matter of fact States almost have more, well, almost, they do have more power in this respect. I do believe the Constitution says that in laws that are not explicitly given to the federal government by the Constitution, the states have priority. Yeah. So, NHTSA, suck my fat nuts. All right. That's all. Yes. But we... Good. No, I was just going to say we are normally stands of the NHTSA. Speaking of standing the NHTSA. So, uh, autopilot may be dangerous. A new NHTSA information has been released from their investigation of Tesla Autopilot showing that Tesla Autopilot has been involved in 736 crashes from, um, from 2019 onwards. And 17 of those were fatal, including... Uh, since 2022, 11 deaths. Oh, that's, you, you shortened the time frame quite a bit. Yeah. 11 deaths since 2022. Wow. Um, since like May of 2022. So like about a, about year. a year. Yeah. Um, that's a lot. That is, that is <laughs> That a lot. is quite a lot considering Elon Musk is touting this as a great way to be very safe on the road. And also one notable thing the NHTSA found in the data is there is a notable uptick in accident rate after an, the Tesla autopilot no longer used radar and instead relied only on cameras. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's fun. Mr. Elon Musk, oh, the cameras will be fine. Thank you. Thank you. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, lock him up. Lock him up. 17 deaths on his hands. You hear it here first, folks. Speaking of deaths and blood on your hands... Volkswagen has the bloods of the Arturian on their hands. <laughs> it's the car right. Because, look, I just read it right there. <laughs> I said, okay, I before recording, I said Arturian. Uh, uh, and then Peter was like, well, it's not spelled like that. And then I fixed it. Yes, of course. <laughs> um, so the Arturian. The Arteon. Arteon. Uh, Arteon. I'm saying Ardian. Can I at least say Ardian? I think that's fine, yeah. I don't care. So the Volkswagen art uh, <laughs> is no more. The Volkswagen themselves have stated that they wish to focus on more best-selling models uh, and that this vehicle was simply not cutting it, uh, being the more high-end Volkswagen and, with air quotes, the replacement to the Phaeton, <laughs> despite not even close to being that. Yeah... Um, it makes sense that they're cutting it and leaving the luxury to companies like Audi in their lineup. Uh, but, uh, so this car, I mean, I really hadn't heard anything good. I had heard good things about the Phaeton, but I hadn't heard anything good about this version. So probably won't be missed to be completely honest. It, it really won't be. Yeah. And again, it's like, an Audi, it's the same car. Yeah. Speaking of getting an Audi, you probably will have some difficulty if Audi can't get rail cars uh, because there's a railway shortage causing delivery on cars. Uh, lack of rail cars to specifically transport cars on because apparently it takes a special kind of rail car. 
but 70,000 cars have already been delayed in shipment by this issue. And the Association of Automotive, and I don't know what it AAI stands apparently for. Apparently, like you don't know what they look like. I, I do, in fact, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Um, the AAI, I don't remember what it stands for, has requested governmental intervention to fix this problem, which I think is really dumb. Just fix it yourself. Anyway, um, yeah. Yep. Railway issues. Railway issues. Now, I have a couple of stories I wish to tell about some new electric startup brands. One I actually, I can't remember if I talked about previously, but I've definitely seen things about them. But one completely new one is Taylo. Now, Taylo uh, is going to make themselves a, you are taking off your pants. Podcast. <laughs> he is taking off his pants. Taylo, an EV startup, or I'm sorry, EV startups are struggling across the board. Uh, but this new entry could capitalize on America's truck obsession. Now, this, of course, being uh, small trucks, a promising hand-built compact-sized trucks uh, for sale in, or sorry, being built in San Carlos, California, uh, with 500 horsepower, 60-inch pickup bed, so not big, 350 miles of range, and starting price of $50,000. All that together in that little package sounds like a pretty good deal. I would like to see what this, where this company goes uh, and if they can meet and deliver on any of their promises. They also put out a concept, uh, uh, which, not a concept, like a, a, a render yeah. that looked incredibly ugly, but with in do with all EV startups. But Can I just say, a five-foot bed is, like, tiny. It's basically No, it's unusable. tiny. It's like... What is the actual point? You can't fit a sheet of plywood in it. What is the point? A florist could use it. <laughs> I, I think that's the default, like, someone makes a work truck and then someone else is like, no no person working could use this. The automatic response is a florist could. Yeah, but do they really transport their flowers in trucks? I mean, they could. Yeah, but do they? No, they exactly. usually like vans. They usually use vans. <laughs> anyway, Volkswagen may be discontinuing the GTI manual transmission because of new Euro 7 emissions regulations. They may force the GTI to lose the manual transmission because the manual transmission does a really dumb thing where it makes 162 grams of CO2 per kilometer instead of 160 grams of CO2 per kilometer of the automatic transmission, uh, which apparently matters. I don't know why. But the Euro 7 emission standard has not passed yet, so that will only happen if Euro 7 is passed. And even then, who knows, Volkswagen might do some weird stuff. Uh, yeah, don't turn that steering wheel while you're doing emissions testing. Anyway, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it might be gone. It might not. So, speaking of Euro 7... Have you ever wondered what would happen if you had an EV startup that was Italian? No, because Italians shouldn't be making EVs. Every, uh, <laughs> <laughs> is the name of this company. Now, once again, I do not know if I have talked. I do not remember if we spoke about them for the SUV. 
but they had a vehicle known as the SUV. Now you're probably wondering that what what SUV? No, it's called the the SUV. That's what the name of the vehicle is. It's such an and they have name. a new one called the sedan. You know, this is the best naming scheme I've ever heard. Um, I cannot so think of a single issue. This vehicle, this sedan, the sedan, will, according to them, have a 500 mile range, which is ridiculous and very impressive. It will cost $200,000, which is quite the penny. Yeah. Especially when now you think, well, that's pretty good for um for 500 mile range. Honestly, that might be worth the price. Go In 2026, when it comes out, it might not be, though. Just go buy a Lucid. Just go buy a Lucid. Literally just go buy a Lucid. Oh, Italians. That's all I have to say. Just go Italians. buy a Lucid. Yeah. Speaking of just go buy a Lucid. Speaking of Italians, Jeep Recall. Uh, three hundred and thirty-one fourth. Uh, no, three hundred and thirty-one thousand four hundred and one, twenty twenty-two to twenty twenty-three Jeep Grand Cherokees have been recalled because the rear springs could simply become unattached, which is exactly what you want for your rear suspension. Um, now the exact cause of this has not been stated by Jeep. However, there is speculation that it could be due to the springs possibly being installed incorrectly. Uh. There has been no official comment on the matter, though. They have simply issued the recall. Uh, but yeah, it's kind of funny. I just want to see someone driving down the road and watch the rear springs fly out. Although there have been actually no documented incidences of this actually happening yet. But apparently it is possible. So there is a recall. Peter, I smell cheese ruffles. Why? I don't know. How? I... But it's not even... It's literally not... That's not possible. We don't have cheese ruffles. <laughs> anyway anyways uh cut this pot and send it to me i have to 